It's time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good, thank you. How are those markets doing? Markets are in the green again. Um, you know, just taking a look at where they've come from and where they are today. Again, we're hitting new highs. You know, despite a lot of those challenges in 2023, markets have climbed uh, almost 40% since the lows in uh, October of 2022. And, you know, this is exciting, but it's really important to still manage risk throughout this and uh, make sure you're diversified. You know, what's interesting is as of Friday, you know, when we're looking at stocks that are up year to date, it's still fairly concentrated in technology right now. We see NVIDIA is up 25% year to date. Broadcom, Meta, uh, Facebook is up 11% year-to-date. Microsoft is up over 7% year-to-date. <clears throat> so again, it's it's still that one segment of the market that has really been you know, clawing its way up and, and up to new highs. So I think that's important to recognize, but it's still important to take a look at those other, um, other sectors in the market, such as staples, uh, those dividend payers, such as utilities. Remember what I was saying late last year in that recovery, recovery we had in the fourth quarter you know, it was good to see it wasn't just technology. It was those other sectors moving up with markets. And uh, and that's what we expect that we'll continue to see uh, throughout 2024. Okay. So that's all. Is that good news? Would you put it at this point? It's just holding steady? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's great news. You know, what we were saying in that correction late last year is that we felt that there was going to be a recovery. And, you know, whether we've started a new bull market, uh, that we won't know until probably a year from now, you know, once you're already in it. Um, you know, and, and what's interesting is, is what's coming next, you know, is and when uh, the Bank of Canada is going to reduce rates or when the Fed is going to reduce rates. And, and that's really what investors are focused on right now. And of course, the Bank of Canada came out today, announced that uh, interest rates are going to stay where they are. That's really no big surprise. But, you know, they did comment on on how inflation has come down. Um, you know, we hit a high in June of 2022 of just over 8%. And we're sitting about 3% right now. And they're talking about uh, inflation kind of remaining at uh, this level until the second half of the year. And then we'll see 2.5% and hopefully 2% from there. But they're going to raise, or sorry, they're going to reduce rates, um, you know, before they see the 2%, it looks like. And so that is what Canadians want. That's what Canadians need to see. Um, although we saw Canadian retail sales rebounded in December too. And this was the largest increase since April. So it tells us that, you know, even with the economy slowing here in Canada, people are still spending um, and, uh, and for the most part, still working. Our unemployment number is still fairly good. So, again, the U.S. is stronger than than we are in terms of their economy at this point. And, and so there's two things that matter out there. You know, one is Canadians. What is the Bank of Canada doing? Because it matters to debt, mortgages and all those sorts of things. I mean, you hear lots of stories with people with variable rate mortgages and they just can't wait till these rates move lower. Um but in terms of your portfolio and your investments, what matters is what the Fed is doing out, out there. And so we're going to see, um, you know, when they're expected to decrease rates. And I think the market may have gotten a little ahead of itself in terms of how uh, soon they're going to reduce rates. But again, it, what's important is that they're going to this year. That is the expectation. In my opinion, that's what we're going to see. Uh, and that will create another bounce in markets as, as rates start coming down. Okay. And let's talk about earnings season because I know you touched on that last week. It was just beginning. What are we hearing? Mm -hmm. well, we've got uh, a lot of earnings coming out. Procter & Gamble 
yesterday, they, they missed estimates um, as consumers bought fewer items and uh, amid higher prices. But investors saw that, you know, there's a positive um, as some of the price hikes helped boost revenue by 3%. And so the stock was up over 4% yesterday. Um, U.S. telcos, uh, we saw Verizon topped analyst expectations. This is, again, a company we own, uh, as well as Procter Gamble, I should say. The stock was up almost 7% yesterday. And Netflix is a, a huge uh, beat today. They added a lot of new subscribers. This is a stock we don't own um, at this point. We have in the past. And and, and looking at their subscriber growth, it was kind of unexpected, I guess you would say. And uh, so that was very positive for the company. It's up 13% this morning. And that is what is bringing some of those other tech stocks up uh, with uh, with the news on Netflix. So so earnings um, are going to continue for the next few weeks. We've got some heavy weights coming out next week. And that's kind of going to determine where where markets go, in my opinion, uh, over the next you know two to three weeks. And earnings are really important, uh, again, with what what uh, in, combined with what the Fed has to say as well. And uh, we'll be looking at uh, all those uh, important aspects to determine, you know, how we're structuring portfolios at this time. OK, so given all of that, Laurie, then if people are thinking about the year ahead going, well, this might be a good year, good year for opportunity. I better make sure that I have the the right kind of financial advisor, right? Yeah, you know, I think that's really important. You you want to work with somebody you like, I think is is key, right? Somebody you, you get along with that you're excited to pick up the phone to call uh, them or their team, you know, that they're helpful, that they're responsive, that they get back to you uh, within a short period of time if you have questions. And, and that communication is good. You're getting reviews, but you're also hearing them from other ways, whether it's, you know, they're sending out a newsletter, they're uh, doing, you know, updates in other ways or events, things like that. Um, but, you know, some of the, um, you know, issues that come to mind when, you know, we have people, you know, calling from the radio from coming from wherever and, you know, they're questioning, you know, the advisor that they're dealing with. And some of those things are uh, consistent and some of them, um, you know, I think should be discussed. And so one of those is lack of transparency. Like some people just don't feel like they're being told the entire story. They, you know, they've asked for their fees, uh, you know, are there any costs? Um, you know, maybe there's, uh, you know, not enough emphasis, uh, emphasis on uh, transparency in terms of their strategy. What are they holding? How does it work? Uh, what are they going to do if markets go down? Like, what is their plan? And then there's also lack of communica uh, communication. So again, when there's not enough reviews um, or just client communication, I've had a, a prospect call in once and they were asking for their performance for something like five years and they had never gotten a straight answer. And, and that's not okay either. You want to be able to have those answer answers. Um, cookie cutter solutions. Again, just because you're a certain age uh, or stage in life does not mean you're supposed to have exactly always the same type of portfolio as uh, the next guy or, or the next family, I should say. You know, I mean, it's, it's important that an advisor is listening to you and understands, you know, what is your risk tolerance? So, you know, what are you comfortable with? Maybe you want to take on a bit more risk. You, you don't want to own bonds. Maybe you do want to own bonds. So, again, it's important to have that conversation. Um, missing services is another one, right? Like financial planning, I, you know, I, I kind of scream it from the mountaintops, but I do think that financial and estate planning is super important to those that are, um, you know, going through different stages of life after retirement. It's important to figure out 
um, you know, some tax planning? How do you pass your wealth on to your beneficiaries in a tax uh, a tax efficient manner? Uh, and then, you know, you don't want to be with someone that's pushing high risk investments on you, you know, whether there's commissions involved, things like that. You just want to make sure that you're invested in things that you're comfortable with. And and again, when you're asking these questions, having that open communication that you're comfortable to be able to ask those questions to me, I think that's what's really important. Right. That's the thing. Uh, it, this is an interview, right? This is not don't just go on your gut feeling and oh, I like this person. There's a lot at stake here. Well, exactly. I mean, it's uh, there's an interview, but again, once you're already with an advisor too, it's important to still have those conversations, right? And make sure that you are comfortable, uh, and you know, in asking some of those kind of maybe tougher questions here and there. Uh, but again, you're you're hiring a team as well because you have trust and confidence in their abilities. So again, as they you know get you through some of these corrections and bear markets and things like that, it's you know you want to give them time to be able to do that as well. So you want to be asking a lot of those, uh, you know, questions at the beginning when you are interviewing an advisor, have some, you know, conversations throughout your relationship. But if you start to feel that, you know, you're being ignored or, you know, they're just not what they used to be, then you want to start, you know, again, bringing up those interview questions and just seeing if uh, if you are indeed with the right, uh, the right team. Good advice. All right, Laurie, thank you. Thanks so much, Simi. That's Lori Pankowski. Lori is a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity. Now you can contact her team directly, 604-695-LORI. Any questions you have about investing or retirement, you can also check out their website at pankowski.ca.